Hello and welcome to episode 13. Did I scare you again over there? Uh, this is Soundwave. I'm your host Matt and we got Casey down here in the office today. Hey look at me. I'm office. Yeah. Or the studio. Why did I say office? I don't, I don't know. know. Were you watching the office earlier? No I wasn't. Well that's good. And we also got Kelsey over there. Hello Kelsey. Hi. She's had a bad day today. I did. You got rocks in your drink? I do. They keep my whiskey cold oh, without diluting actual. it. You, yeah, Not don't actual. you keep them in the, the freezer? I do. And then they stay cold they're longer? They're technically right. the only ice cubes I have in the freezer. I'm not surprised. So yeah, uh, I think this is my last episode, actually. I'm off to Japan next week for a while. <laughs> and I don't know for sure who is taking over the episode or what is going on. I do. You do? I do. Okay, Casey's got an idea then, so that that's good. That's good. Oh, no. It's going to be a group effort. Don't worry. A group effort. Oh, yeah. no, 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 Basically, no. The, all of us are taking Peter hasn't been here in a while because now he is on second shift, so he gets done at 1030 at night now, so it's kind of hard to wait till then and do that. So that's why you haven't heard Peter in a while. But uh, yeah, I'm packing, getting ready. What did you do this week so far? Nothing crazy? I worked. Worked. Yeah. And Kelsey worked over there and... Car troubles, damn car. Went to see the Yaz. Yes, we did see the Yaz. That was an amazing show. Yeah, it was. Karen O is one of the coolest people alive. Yeah, it was really fun. Besides the part where I threw up in my cup. (laughs) That was that was impressive though. I I think that was pretty cool. (laughs) Good thing you had a cup and the ice was melted. Yeah, I drank and I was. But that was way earlier. Was yeah. Skyrocketing. And I look at him, I go, I'm going to throw up. I'm like, and like should the we uh, get like, going? About and... to come on. I'm like, fuck no, I am not moving from the spot because <laughs> I can kind of see and I'm really short. And she's like, can you put this behind the gate over there? I'm like, no, you do it. And then also, she wasn't going to do it. So I grabbed the cup and I reached behind the fence behind so a bunch no one, of people. So I don't want to put on the ground. You yeah. don't ever hand your cup of vomit to somebody else. That He's is your mess. Friend. She's not assertive when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, but it is <laughs> Your mess. <laughs> He's my best friend. He's gonna do it. But yeah, I, I I was blown away by that show. That was so yeah, cool. Then afterwards, I got to meet the guitarist and the drummer. And yes, you did. The guitarist was very shy, and the drummer was not. He was not. He was kind of all over the place. Like, oh my god, you guys are so cool. Yeah, it's great to see you guys. This is fun. It's kind of that kind of a guy. Yeah, it sounds cool. Sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Karen O was drunk as all hell with Harmar Superstar up in the record room afterwards. And yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> but anyway, let's get into music news. Nelson celebrated his 80th birthday by taping a CMT Crossroad special with Jack White at Jack White's Third Band Records. The concert featured appearances by Nora Jones, Cheryl Crow, and Neil Young, who apparently spends a lot of time at Third Band. Uh, on Pitchfork, you can watch the entire episode, plus a series of videos featuring Jack and Willie in conversation. It's also at CMT.com. I watched some of it. It was pretty entertaining. Mm. Uh, the Yeah Yeah Yeahs can now cross-perform on top of the Empire State Building off their bucket list. That's what they did in the video on for their Mosquito track, Despair. There's been a lot of career highs and lows over the years being in a band, but in the end, how many can say that they shot a video on top of the Empire State Building? We win, said Karen O in a press release. <laughs> I watched the video. It's pretty good. It's a sunrise, basically, over yeah. New York, so it's really dark. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, the sun starts coming up by the end of the song. It's really good. Cool. 
Andrew WK's party time endurance has done him well. Andrew set a world record for longest drum session inside a real t- retail store. His drumathon spanned 24 hours in Times Square, and he was joined by he was joined on his journey by Questlove, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Chad Smith, Zach Hansen of Hansen, and internet famous cat Little Bub, and even actor Cuba Gooden Jr. Plus many more. Can I interject? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Is Questlove really spelt with a question yep. mark? Yeah. <laughs> He's a really cool there guy. Is. But uh yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. That's not how you use a key. This is why children are fucked. Yeah, right? right. They don't know how to spell shit. They're question put, mark in the beginning? Oh yeah, we're gonna do that. They're all putting the time. hashtags and everything. Or oh my hashtag God. two plus two equals yeah, five. No, a hashtag is a pound sign. <laughs> number yeah. two. I know, yeah, I always say two. I always say that don't I say the pound sign all the time? Yeah. You always correct me. It's <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, it's stupid. Why can't we use real letters? Well, that is forever to... That's what it sounds That's like. a good reason. Yeah, <laughs> for like reasons. Uh, Anthony Gonzalez of M83 has teamed up with the Killers to work on a new recording. Killers drummer Ronnie Venucci mentioned the collaboration while giving an update on the band's latest work. Though few details were revealed beyond its existence, not just demos, Venucci said, real recordings. So that could be intriguing. Real recordings. Real recordings. I don't know. That's so weird. Demos would be like just random little things they will release every now and then, or else a real recording would be maybe coming on CD or something. I don't like the combination. It's weird. Really? I don't know. I don't know. I'm intrigued. I like M83 much better than The Killers. Well, yeah, I do too. Mm. Oh, yeah? Uh, James Murphy's repertoire of collaborations has been broad over the past year, and now he's expanding into work of original music for a Broadway production. The show is Mike Nichols' new stage adaption of the 1978 play Betrayal. Uh, It uses reverse chronology to document events of a wife's affair. It stars Rachel Weisz and Daniel Craig. They're married in real life. Who the hell is James Murphy? He's of the LCD sound guy. system. Oh. Yeah, well, LCD sound system. Is yeah. he the, He's the lead singer. singer? Oh, okay. So I know what he looks like. Yep. I just don't know anything about him. Getcha. Yeah, he, he's uh, the uh, Arcade Fire are recording their new latest album with him, too, at his studio or something. Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> Kelsey's crazed. <laughs> Kelsey seems just really out of it. <laughs> yeah. Just do you just want to scream? I mean, mm-hmm. I could just scream. Yeah, I think it would blow something. <laughs> you can go in the corner there, and we can hear you on mic. I kind of have a headache. I've had it all day, so it's not going to help. Well. <laughs> Pink Floyd's three surviving members have reunited to pen an article for USA Today accusing Pandora of trying to rip off artists over their royalties from online radio. The internet radio service is currently asking Congress to cut musicians' pay for digital radio by 85%. And that's what, would that be point zero 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 one cent? Yeah, fuck it. Here's my thing. I don't, like... If Pandora can get away with it, good for them. But I don't think Congress needs to be involved. That that seems oh, a little ridiculous. Stupid. I mean, how'd they get the songs in the first place? Uh, Napster. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it, right. It'd be contracts. I'm guessing yeah, it's all contracts, all contracts at first with the they record all get labels. The residual from it. But 
Pandora is trying to make them so they have to pay even less for the royalties. Oh, that's not good. Uh, well, similar similar campaign failed last year. This time uh, around, Pandora is... Re- no, that doesn't make sense. This time, Pandora is reaching out to artists and asking them to sign a letter of support for the internet radio. But according to Pink Floyd, the letter does not mention the massive royalty cut. The trio went on to scold Pandora for complaining about how much it pays for royalties, pointing out the service's impressive growth over the past two years, and added, a business that exists to deliver music can't really complain about its biggest cost being music. The members of Pink Floyd closed their piece by saying there's no there's room for compromise and that they hope Pandora and artists could work together and find a common ground on the royalty issue. But, they concluded, tricking artists into signing a confusing petition without explaining what they're really being asked to support is only poisoning the well. Uh, uh, my thing with this is how many albums have these artists sold because of Pandora? Like, if Pandora, I mean, if Pandora can get a cut on the royalties, yeah. they'll be able to have more artists on. And so, like, then that'll, that should transition into more album sales. That's true, yeah. So I don't know. But then again, a lot of the people listening to Pandora don't even buy albums or anything, I'd say. Uh, but I find yeah. music yeah. from Pandora. I mean, I, mean, I get a lot of... I mean, Mike Snow, like immediately I heard the song twice and I was like, oh my God, I have to get this, but you legally know. Yeah, and uh, I'll do it. Like, if I hear a song I like, I'll be like, oh, what else have these people done? Oh yeah, we'll for sure, like for sure. iTunes or something and... Buy. No, yeah, that is a good part about it, but also, again, they do have a point there. But... Yeah, Pink but... Floyd shouldn't complain, they make no. enough money. Pink Floyd <laughs> Except they're out to help all the other artists, too. But it's like Metallica oh, right, complaining but... about pir- internet piracy. Like <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's all, all right. these big guys who are so set in the old way of distribution that they haven't come grown grown with it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, some new releases this week include Booker T. Jones' "Sound the Alarm," Dessa's "Parts of Speech," Hawthorne Heights Zero, John Legend's "Love in the Future," uh, Mavis Staples' "One True Vine," and the Transplants in the War Zone. Mavis Staples has a cover of uh, that one song I played for you. It's the "Real Real" by Sleigh Bells. <laughs> she never mind. I'll just give up. <laughs> You always have to do this. <laughs> I, I remember these things too much. Well, and I forget them too much. <laughs> uh, play an awful lot for me, so it's hard. Kelsey was going to do Coco Rosie, but uh, that fell through that? because we told everyone we were going to last week. Oh yeah. And there's no album review this week. Sorry. Oh no. No. <clears throat> I listened time. to a couple songs of it, and I enjoyed what I heard so far. So uh, maybe after I leave, Kelsey. We'll what is a Coco Rosie? <laughs> it's a band. <laughs> <laughs> There's two of them. They're ladies. Where is she from? Somewhere else? She's got to be. Because even how her voice sounds. Yeah, I don't know anything about them. I should look them up. Can Can you just play? Do you have a clip or anything? I can find one. Yeah, do that. Because now I'm curious. I, I just want to hear them now. Terrible Angels from before. No, because right, well, this is tell, my computer. Tell me about the band while he's looking oh. this up. Um, they're this. weird. They like to use weird noises. Like the one song that I like a lot, they use like a Tyrannosaurus Rex toy. And it's like roaring in the background. That sounds awesome. <laughs> so like what, what kind of music awesome. are they? Like is, uh, do they fit into a genre of any sort? I don't think it fits into the awesome category but no it's not what you're expecting but i want to see a dinosaur the, uh, well, you're not gonna see, you're gonna this hear this is from 2004 kelsey's favorite terrible angel song 
provide the bird bath. Yeah. I provide the skin. <laughs> Bathe on in the moonlight. I'm to tremble like a kitten. There's your dinosaurs. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is one of my bathtub songs, and so I would listen to it in the bath. And that are they French? This, oh, I bet they're. This uh, album's La Mansion de Morev. The house of my dreams. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably French. They're weird. So, yeah. Coco Rosie. Cool. All right. Well, I don't think I will listen to the entire album. Probably not. <laughs> I, I've never listened Unless to the entire just album a whole either. Bunch of dinosaur noises. <laughs> <laughs> I do like uh, Sarah's cover of that, though. She does a really good one of that, huh? That's what I heard first before that, so that's why the Tyrannosaurus oh, is very yeah. off-putting to me. Yeah, it's not what you've heard first. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, we'll go into weekly theme then. Correct. Uh, we did stripper songs this week. They are songs that you think would be your kind of anthem to strip to, and we have three of them. And Kelsey, will you go first? <laughs> My first one's Fashion by David Bowie. <laughs> and this one, this is how it all started. Her and Serena, I think, started yeah, all this. Yeah, we like, I don't know why this came up. <laughs> we're weird. Looking for new careers, were you? Yeah, yeah, and we both picked David Bowie songs, but... I think both of them are. Did you figure out what your stripper name was going to be? Uh, we did at one point, but I don't remember. I think we took like our first pet as a kid, and then our last, our our street that we grew up on. So mine would be Ariel Griffey. No, so you just need one name, like Ariel. Up to the stage, Ariel works. Ariel was my first fish. Like so mine would be Bud. <laughs> Bud. <laughs> because my first dog was Budweiser. Yeah. Wait, your dog was actually na- your that dad named that dog, yep, didn't he? It was a Brittany. <laughs> of course, he did. So mine would be Bud. What would be, What's your first one? First animal? My first animal. Uh, that would be Chester. <laughs> Chester. Oh my God, Chester. <laughs> so that's what we are known by the rest of this night: Ariel, Chester, and Bud. Alrighty, Bud. <laughs> uh, so Kelsey's first one is David Bowie's Fashion. Mm-hmm. Fashion. It just, it'll work perfect. It'll have like a catwalk, you know, like. Because it's fashion and I'll be honest. With a bunch of different poles. Like three poles? Yeah. It's when you'll swing through the poles. Oh, yeah. Oh, David. Uh, My first one is Tangerine by Led Zeppelin. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah, and I don't know why it's my stripper song, but I like it. I think it works. <laughs> no yawning into the mic. Fuck. Yeah, we're all supposed to be excited to be here. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Yeah, you can you can strip to that one. <laughs> you could. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to preface preface mine by saying mostly people would pay me to keep my clothes on. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but what is your first one? My anyway. first one is Hot Blooded by Foreigner. And after after I read oh, that, I'm like, yeah, that yeah. one is pretty damn good. That's a good it's stripper song. It's a good song. stripper song. <laughs> This is like would be in Detroit Rock like, City when he's stripping in that. You need like long hair to like whip around it. You know what? In You'd my have fantasies, to wear a wig. I do. You have to have a wig on. Yeah. You're definitely going down on your knees and sliding across the stage oh, too with that to. song. You have to. Funny. <laughs> Kelsey, your second one. Um, Ball and Biscuit by the White Stripes. <laughs> I was I was intrigued what why you chose this one. Um, I don't know. I was trying to go through like all the YouTube videos I have on my YouTube channel. Trying to channel. find people stripping to... Well, no, no, but like I have different, like I have categories like cleaning or you know, dancing around and this is one of my dancing around songs. <laughs> Alrighty. I don't know. I think it would be kind of like a tease. It would be a sleazy one. Yeah, but like super slow and like and then once the guitar off. solo comes in. Yeah. But I think I like the slow part. I think it would be interesting. Now it gets and really dirty. Head banging too. But yeah, I think this would be I think this would work really well. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why, but I think it's perfect. Let's go deja vu and give them these songs. Be like, you guys should try this out for us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, unfortunately. Like, I just, I, it's it's a bet. I just gotta figure this out. <laughs> yeah. I just gotta know. Is this gonna work? Uh, my next one is Merry Go Round by The Replacements. And it's like going around on a pole. Oh my god. <laughs> you would fucking do that. <laughs> this would be hard to strip to. You could do it. You could strip to anything. Well, right. So this yeah. would be hard. Case. Oh man. All right. So my second one is <laughs> I'm, I'm Your Boogeyman by Casey and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> this was a random selection off of iTunes. It was actually it, I think it worked out well. And you can <laughs> you can have something in the background that actually says Casey and the Sunshine <laughs> <Right>? Band. <laughs> oh god, you could play on those words really easily. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> we have a whole night of Casey you and the Sunshine like Band. Gold Lame, yeah. Yep. That's With platform shoes. Yeah, that's really funny. And big glasses. <laughs> huh. Totally works. That's hilarious. Oh my god. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one, Casey. Yeah, well. I think that's interesting. Wait for the next one. <laughs> Kelsey. Oh God, I'm glad I can't see his answers. Um, <laughs> my next one is Four Kicks by Kings of Leon. Thought this was a good choice. Yeah, I think it's good. I knew I wanted to pick a King song, but I went through like 10 before I found this one because I kept thinking like, you know, like the ones that are called like Sex on Fire and like the ones that are obvious. No, certainly not. Would not be good for stripping. This one, however, I think is appropriate. I'll be 
be like stomping around might be a little difficult at this part but yeah but i just like jump around that works tits out tits out <laughs> uh my next one is killing it by foxy shazam and uh in, in the music good. video he's actually basically stripping out to his uh terrace at some oh. hotel that they're at so I, I thought oh i could do that i'm not as <laughs> oh, not i as, could do that not as tiny as that man is or anything he's a but braille yeah he's but uh, i could do it <laughs> I want to see these guys get live. They're so much fun. Yeah, I bet they're. Casey? All right, so my third one, I figure I'm already tired from stripping the two songs. Oh, my so this one, yes. I'm just going to stand up there, no pants on, and belt this out. It's yeah, called, You should do some high kicks, though, with oh, it, too. Oh, definitely. Oh, God, here we go. Wear No Pants by the Poxy Boggards. Wear no pants, I wear no pants. Oh, my God. <laughs> Into this Zach Galifianakis, like yeah, yeah, no pants, like a shirt on, like a bow tie, and, and like drunk as all hell, kicking and like moving his arms and yeah, yep. visuals, visuals. God, that's funny. Wow, that's really funny. Nice, good, Casey. good call on that one. And then one last one for Serena. <laughs> So I feel like for this one we should have gotten up pulling some dollar bills. Yeah. And gotten some strippers down here. Just for this one? No. No, it's just for all This one is probably the perfect stripper song, actually. Yeah. It's sleazy. So, yeah, let us know what you think your stripper anthems would be. <laughs> let us know on Facebook. That'd be great. Then we can picture whoever tells us <laughs> stripping. That's maybe just really Stevie dangerous. will comment. Yeah, she can. Uh, be careful of who you who tells us <laughs> or something. I don't know. Uh, I thought I'd do an essential album this week because we haven't done one in a while, and it's my last week, and this is one I've always wanted to do on here. So uh, I did "Hunky Dory" by David Bowie from 1971. "Hunky Dory" is David Bowie's fourth album and first with the to-be-named backing band The Spiders from Mars. It wasn't until after the next album, Ziggy Stardust, that Hunky Dory was fully appreciated, but it did put Bowie on the map, giving him an actual audience and the footwork to where he should go next. Hunky Dory is just about is on just about everyone's top 100 albums lists, from Rolling Stone to Time to Pitchfork, and it's the album that really got me into Bowie. Faces in golden rays. Don't kid yourself, they belong to you.
Hunky Dory has been described as a kaleidoscope array of pop styles tied together only by Bowie's sense of vision. Most of Bowie's other albums are all tied together by a certain theme, but this one's really all over map, all over the map. Bowie talks about where he's going next and artistic reinvention in one of the most famous song changes. He also pays tribute to some of his influences like Andy Warhol and Bob Dylan and also the Velvet Underground inspired Queen Bitch. Parts that really stand out to me, though, are the slower songs, the lyrics being so deep and the emotion just pouring out of his voice. There's uh, old cult, there's the old cult-themed quicksand and the semi-autobiographical The Beerly Brothers. Between the two extremes, though, is the Oh You Pretty Things, whose pop tune hid lyrics inspired by Nietzsche, being a direct precursor to Starman from Bowie's next album, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and The Spiders from Mars. Overall, though, the real highlight and will always be one of my favorites is Life on Mars. It's a powerful ballad that everyone should hear. But her friend is nowhere to be seen Now she walks through her sunken dream To the seat with the clearest view And she's hooked to the silver screen But the film is a sad thing for For she's lived it ten times or more uh, Go check out one of my favorite albums of all time, David Bowie's 1971 release, Hunky Dory, and let us know what you think. So in college, there's this one. So there weren't very many men in the fashion department. If there were men, they were gay. I bet there's this one was great. Um, his name is Walter, and he. We were sitting across from each other, and David Bowie was playing in the background. It was changes, and I like belted it out. Nobody else thought it was funny. He just looked at me and was like, "Oh yeah," and then he started singing, and I was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" So like once in a while, I'd see him and I'd just like scream out changes, and it would just be like, yeah. "Changes!" Uh huh. It was awesome, but. Nobody else thought it was cool. Yeah, it's like my least favorite Bowie song, but it's probably his most. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not my favorite one. either, but it's pretty fun to sing along to. Definitely. Well, uh, yeah, a little shorter show this week. Oh, well, we can dear. fill air if we, we just want to chat, chatting, chatting, chat, chat, chatting, chat, chat, chatting. That chat. new Beirut album you gave me is pretty. Great. The Riptide. Yeah. Yeah, that came out last year, I think. But yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just Whoops. got it, and I like it. I thought maybe I had missed one. Yeah, I like them a lot. Some of them don't sound like them, but I'm big, I'm getting into it. Listen to any other ones I gave you? I suppose I only got them. Just no, I just got that one, and I've listened to it three times. Jesus Christ. Well, like, two work. It's not half... I don't think the CD's even a half hour. Hmm. Or no, wait, when did I get it? Yesterday? Yeah. Well, I listened to it on the way home from my house, uh. then to work, and then from work. Wow. Casey, you been listening to anything? Well, um, at work, I ha- on my on my work playlist is like I've been on an Irish 
kick for the past like oh, dear. six, Here seven we go. months. Nice. So, yeah, I've been it's listening to a lot of Dropkick Murphys and shipping up to Boston and stuff like that. So that's about it. On my on my rides to and from work, I've been listening to audiobooks because that seems like a thing to do. Any good ones? Uh, American God started. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> You okay? okay. Yeah, I think we might need an ambulance, guys. <laughs> no, not that Sneaked again. Up a lung or something. What no, I've been, I'm listening American to God? American Gods by Neil Gaiman. What is and that? Oh, I know him. I, I'm I'm not quite sure what's about yet. I'm only a couple hours in. But <laughs> only a couple hours in. He's well, sci-fi writer. Yeah, like this is this is like the great American sci-fi. Sla- mm-hmm. Like he won all the awards for this back in like. 2000, 2003. Yeah, he's pretty. Um, he's pretty famous. In yeah, that but it's it, He won like a sci-fi award, a horror award, like just cool, like a great American novel. It like so. Is this one from 2000, whatever? It, it's from like 2000, 2000, 2003. Somewhere okay. in there. I don't know. Cool. But yeah, no, it's really good. Yes. Well, yeah, I guess yeah, let's just close it up. We can close it up. We can close, close it up. up. Well, uh, thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. Uh, next week is all the question marks. I don't know what's going um, on with that. Next week, we will let you know on Saturday what's going on next week. That works. All right. Uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave and our other shows, maybe even a weekly blog from Carlos. Has that been going on? Or no? I'm trying to get him back onto it. I think we're going to do it this week. Basically, I have to wake up on Monday morning and be like, Carlos, blog post now. <laughs> I just haven't seen him the past few Mondays. Ever since we got the trip through us up. Yeah. This whole thing. Well, anyway, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios, or you can even follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Uh, new episode of Department of Offense is this Saturday. We have Phil Giuliano on, and I will be saying sayonara. Uh, That's you can, not how is you that say like it. goodbye in foreign? Yeah, it is. That's how you say sayonara. Yeah, basically. Oh, Isn't that what he said, sayonara? Yeah, it sounds weird. Okay. <laughs> you, can go, <laughs> you can go listen live at mixler.com blind-ninja-studios uh, you can even chat with us live on there so please yes. do you can also listen live at blindninjastudios.com slash live oh can they even chat on there too uh, yeah well it'll bring them to a thing and they can click on the link and it'll bring them to the chat okay cool uh, our other show, Tabletop Theater, will take you into the wonderful world of tabletop role-playing at its best. We just finished up yep. Minds of Madness this week. So go listen to all that. Yeah. And next week we are doing part two of Carlos's Pathfinder campaign. So and that's uh, me, you, uh, and maybe Spencer. And maybe Spencer. And that, then, is that who was playing on it? Yeah. And then I, I have I have a couple other backups in case okay. Spencer can't make it. But all right, uh, all the shows are available through iTunes, or you can stream them on our website at blindinjustudios.com. Uh, any questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindinjustudios.com, or message us on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter at blind underscore. I said that earlier. Oh, okay. But yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore. Ninja. I wasn't listening. <laughs> Listening's hard. Oops! Oops! Kelsey's gonna go drink. <laughs> Good night, everyone. So long. Farewell. Thanks for all the fish. So long. Thanks for all the fish.